0: Can't thank everyone enough for being here. And family, dad, Patty, Marvin, Chris, Lisa, Phil, Tim, Sarah, and all our other family members who are here and our friends. If this doesn't show the effect that one little lady can have in the lives of hundreds, maybe thousands, I don't know what does. Thank Father Eli, the rector of the cathedral. Some of you well know, uh, Father Campbell's funeral for his mother was yesterday. we grieve the loss of his mother as well. And on Monday, Father Brian Gross, a dear friend, will bury his father. To all of you, thank you. Thank you for the ocean of prayers and masses that escorted my beautiful mother out of this life into the next and thank you for your love and support this is one of those experiences that you just you can't understand until you go through it and my phone has not stopped ringing with notifications text messages and phone calls and emails since sunday night <clears throat> for all of this my brother my father and myself are eternally grateful there are so many things i want to say today this is the easiest homily to write i've ever written And it's going to be the hardest to give, no doubt. What a gift my mother has been, not only to our family, but to everybody here today. She is a true monument of a Christian woman. And what made her so amazing, and why all of you are here today, and why my brother and I stand as priests before you, is because of Jesus. That's why you're all here. I wouldn't even know most of you. Our unifying factor and what made her who she was, was Jesus. And I would have to say that as a teacher, she was one of the best, and I'm biased, of course. She thought I was one of the best priests, we. We're the best priests. <laughs> but I think she wants to teach us one more profound lesson today. And that last lesson that she taught us was, if you are faithful, and I mean really faithful to Jesus and his church, in all that you do, you can do ama- he can do amazing things in and through you. One faithful little soul can move mountains. He wasn't kidding when he said... We can move mountains. What kind of mountains did my mother move? First, the mountain of her two idiot teenage sons, who made so many terrible night- choices, but every night that we came home at one, two, three in the morning, mom is sitting on the couch praying the rosary. She would not go to bed until we were home safe, getting us up Sunday morning to go to mass, never giving up on us no matter how far away we got from the faith. She saw very little fruit in those days, and I'm sure she saw the mountain getting bigger. But she stayed faithful in the little things and poured herself out for us, making sure that we knew above all that the faith was the center of her life. I remember when I was in high school, I had a girl over. I know it's hard to believe. I had a girl over to watch a movie in my room, and I shut the door behind me. And I turned the movie on, and the door cracked open. And for the rest of the movie, every time I look back, there is this eye peering through the door. (laughs) And the clink of rosary beads on her chair. (laughs) Needless to say, I didn't invite many girls over to my house after that. She was so faithful and loving to Justin and I, that our friends ended up nicknaming her Mother Teresa. Which then got shortened to Mama T. But it was through her faithful witness and f- that finally Christ was able to reach the hearts of these two sons of hers and call them into the priesthood. I recently found a prayer my mom, my mom wrote for us. She said, Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you to call my sons into the priesthood according to your holy will. I ask that there be a call that they can hear and recognize I pray that they discern and answer this call filled with love and joy and generosity, just as your Blessed Mother did so many centuries ago. And when they have answered you, Lord, choose them from among those you have called. And give to them a true spirit of commitment, dedication, devotion, diligence in their studies, and a true spirit of steadfastness that they may follow you straight into the priesthood, becoming great and holy priests of God. Rescuing sinners from the fiery pit and leading souls to Christ. I ask this in your holy name. Amen. That's how you move mountains in your children's hearts. I'd like to steal a quote from J.R.R. R. Tolkien, the famous author of The Lord of the Rings, about his mother. He wrote this My own dear mother was a martyr indeed. And it is not to everybody that God grants so easy a way to his great gifts as he did to my brother and I. He gave us a mother who killed herself with labor and trouble to ensure us keeping the faith. There is nothing that my mother wouldn't have done to make sure we stayed faithful. To quote my Uncle Tim, your mom would do anything for you two boys. She would even take on all of hell with a bucket of water. My brother and I were so blessed to have a mother like ours. And it drew us closer. I am so grateful to have you as my brother. Especially in this time. What a gift to grieve with you. To cry with you and to spend mom's final final hours with you. And my friends, that mountain would have been enough. But he moved another mountain. In my parents' marriage. My parents had a difficult marriage, no doubt and even struggled to stay together for many years. But my mother remained faithful to Jesus and his church, and my father returned. One of the greatest mountains I saw moved and was in the final weeks of mom's life. She looked across the table at my dad, who looked exhausted, because he had poured himself out trying to take care of her over the past couple of months, waiting on her every need. When Justin and I couldn't be, their dad was. It was honestly one of the most beautiful things that this horrific illness brought about. But she looked at him and said, Herbie, I never thought I would say this again, but I love you. That's what Jesus can do. Dad, I cannot thank you enough for your care of your wife and our mother. It was truly heroic, and I am proud to call you my father. And finally, Christ can move mountains of doubt through faithful souls in the face of suffering and pain if we stay close to him. Jesus was so good to us in the final week of mom's life, so much love and support from all of you, little signs throughout the week that showed his providential hand guiding everything, from the countless times that he spoke to both my brother and I through the liturgy of the hours, through the holy sacrifice of the mass, through the quality time we got to spend with our family, to the love and care of the nurses. Everything seemed so perfect. And yet by the end, I was crushed. As I watched her every day struggle more and more, her breathing getting shallower and shallower, her body broken. I remember praying on my knees before the blessed sacrament. In my private chapel, I said, Jesus, Why are you doing this? Why is this taking so long? Take her. I don't understand. And it was pure darkness, my friends. And I went downstairs, and before I left for the hospital, I stopped by and I checked my mail. And in my mail, there was a card from my fifth grade class at St. Joseph's. And in that card, there were all of them telling me all these beautiful things. It was touching, to say the least. But one young girl wrote her own card about how she was praying for mom and knew she was going to heaven. And then it said at the bottom, it said, Bible verse on the back. And I flipped it over and it read, and Jesus said, you do not understand what I am doing now, but later you will understand. And on the night of the feast of the baptism of our Lord Jesus, the Father's voice thundered in my heart in that hospital room. As I looked on my mother's lifeless body, as he said, this is my beloved in whom I am well pleased. And it was then that I understood. My friends, great stories come from great struggle. During the struggle, it is almost impossible to see the light. And when it comes to fulfillment, it is beyond anything that we can imagine. How glorious God is to those who trust him. Even in the gospel today, Martha and Mary, what did they want? They just wanted a miracle of healing for their brother. Jesus wanted to work the greatest miracle in the Bible. But in order to do that, he had to make them think that he didn't care. But he does care. He cares more than you will ever know. And I want you to know that he wants to move mountains in every one of your lives. If my mother's care for me and my brother is anything like God's care for us, we have nothing to fear. Nothing. Now as we were about to leave the hospital room, I looked at my mother's body one last time. And then as I went to leave, I looked up on the shelf and there was a vase of flowers with a tulip in it. This was God the Father's last gift to me. Every funeral I preach, I tell the story of when I was a kid, my mom and I planted tulips together. I know it's not very masculine. Not every decision mom made was perfect. I also kill deer and drink whiskey, for the record. (laughs) But every year we would take those lifeless tulip bulbs. In the fall you plant them, you put them into the ground, and then all through the winter you almost forget about them. And in the spring they come to life to the most beautiful flower. And if I showed any of you, if you knew nothing about tulips, and I showed you that bulb and said, what is this going to turn into? No one would ever in a million years guess it's going to turn into that flower. Just so with this. We take this lifeless body that's broken, and we put it into the ground. And God will raise it into something that we cannot fathom. Mom, thank you. Thank you for your witness, your sacrifice, your unfailing love, and above all, your unfailing commitment to Jesus. All these you have given to us, there is nothing more to give. Therefore, go forth, Christian soul, from this world in the name of God, the Father Almighty who created you, in the name of Jesus Christ, Son of the living God who suffered for you, And in the name of the Holy Spirit, who is poured out upon you, go forth, faithful Christian. May you live in peace this day. May your home be with God in heaven, with Mary, the Virgin Mother of God, with St. Joseph, and all the angels and saints. And, Mom, may you soon hear the words of our Father. Well done, Teresa, my good and faithful servant. Enter into your master's joy. And with all of that being said, The final thing I would like to say in regards to my mother's life is praise be Jesus Christ. Amen.